Hi, you guys, and welcome to the 20s Dilemma podcast. I am your host, Jillian Winteroth. I am so happy that you're here. I started my social media accounts and now this podcast to share things with 20-somethings that I wish I knew when I was in my 20s. Think of me as your 31-year-old big sis, bestie, or someone to just give you some tough love. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi, you guys, and welcome back to the 20s Dilemma podcast. I am Jillian Winteroth, your host, as you already know. I'm coming to you guys from London. I am here for 10 days with my husband, and today's like day five, day six. We've actually gotten some lovely sunny weather, and it's been great. This is my second time here, and I've had an awesome trip so far. Um, But today, I want to talk to you guys about trusting the timing of your life. And this is something that I struggled with a lot in my 20s. I'm someone who likes to have a plan. And when things don't go according to plan, I didn't always deal with that in the best way that I could have. I definitely was like, you know, I want to be married by this age, have kids by this age, buy a house by this age. And I think a lot of us are like that. I think uh, society in part kind of pushes that onto us, but it's also just in our own heads about like, this is what I'm supposed to do at this age. And if I don't do it, then maybe I'm failing in some way, which absolutely is not true. But that is sort of how I felt when I was in my 20s. So today we're going to talk about how to actually trust that things are working out how they're supposed to, even if it's not exactly how you planned it to. So why is it so hard? I think it's in part because our whole lives have essentially been planned out for us, right? I mean, since we were kids, we went to school at a specific age for a specific time every day. Then at 18, we either went to college or maybe you moved out from your parents' house and you did that for four years and then you graduated college and it was like, okay, what are my next big steps? What are my next big milestones that I'm supposed to hit? And for many of us, those are, you know, marriage, kids, house, career, et cetera, et cetera. And you may have realized this, you don't always hit those milestones exactly when you're supposed to. Not that there's a perfect time that you should be hitting them. Let's be very, very clear about that. Everyone is on a different path and there is no perfect time to hit any of those milestones in your life. So like I mentioned, in my 20s, I really, really struggled with this. And I want to give you guys a few examples about my 20s. I'm 31 now, by the way. I always mention this. But in case this is your first time here, I'm 31 years old. So in my 20s, let's start with a big example. Let's start with my husband. I dated my college boyfriend on and off throughout my 20s. And around like 26, 27, we got back together and I was like okay, you know, maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is the one, even though I knew it wasn't the one, but I was getting nervous. I was like, I don't want to be alone. I feel like I should be getting married soon. You know, he's a great guy, which he is a great guy, full shout out to him, but he was not the one for me. So I had a decision to make. I could either marry him and feel like, oh, you know, I hit my timeline. Thank goodness. Or I could trust in myself, trust in the timing of you know, the universe, energy, God, whatever you want to call it, and just see what happens. So that's what I did. And we broke up. I was fully single again at 27, met my now husband later that year, and we got married when I was 31, which wasn't on the plan. You know, I was thought I was going to be married at 28 and have my first baby by 30. 
which in reality I don't want now that I'm older, that's the hardest part about timing of your life is that you have no guarantee. And I think that's what scares us. So why is it so hard for us to trust? I think for me, it was because I like to have control. And even though these things were out of my control, I felt like if I was constantly thinking about them or even like stressing about them or thinking about all the scenarios that could happen, whatever it may be, that I somehow had control over it. Like if I'm not thinking about it, then I'm just leaving it up to fate. And that wasn't good enough for me because I wanted to be following my plan. So I had to always be like stressing over it or thinking about it. And that's just not how it works. You have to give in to trust even though there's no data points showing you that it's going to work out. So that's the scary part is you feel like you're relinquishing control even though realistically you have no control. So let me give you guys a few more examples. A smaller example would be my 30th birthday. I love Lake Tahoe. I really wanted to do my 30th birthday in Tahoe, get a big cabin with friends, but my birthday is in the middle of summer. So it's a popular time of year up there to say the least. Come January of the year I was turning 30, I had like seven months, eight months to book a house. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna start early. I'm gonna book a house for me and all my friends. And I start looking and everything is booked, which maybe that was my fault. I thought I was giving myself enough time, but maybe I wasn't. So I keep looking every month, every month, every week I'm checking and come April, I just decide, you know what, I'll keep checking, but I'm not going to stress over this. Like I was legitimately like crying to my husband, fiance at the time, like I'm not going to have my 30th birthday and blah, blah, blah. And this may seem like a very trivial thing, but it's just a small example of how if you just let go and trust that it's going to work out, then a lot of the time it will. So June 1st or June 2nd, I get an email from this company that I'd reached out to a while ago that says like, oh, we had a cancellation on this exact weekend, the weekend I wanted for this beautiful house, like five bedrooms, enough room for everybody, comes with like a private chef, this and that. Do you want to book it? Yeah, I want to book it. It's exactly what I wanted. And I didn't stress for the whole month of April or June like I was the couple months before. I just let go. I trusted it was going to work out. Yeah, I continued to check here and there, but I just told myself everything works out for me and this is going to work out. The last very tiny example I'll give you is here in London, actually. My husband and I had to meet our friends for a 8.50 train and it was the first morning we got here. So we didn't get much sleep because we were pretty jet lagged. We thought we had plenty of time to get across town and of course, the traffic was pretty bad. So we get in a cab and our train leaves at 8.50 and Google says we're going to get there at like 8.49 and we're just like freaking out. We're like, oh my God, we're going to miss our train, blah, blah, blah. And about halfway through the car ride, I'm just like, you know what? This is out of my control. You know, I can't make traffic go faster. I can't make the driver go faster. I can't teleport there. So I'm just going to relax. If we have to book another ticket, we'll have to book another ticket, but I'm just going to trust it's going to work out. And we get there five minutes before the train is supposed to leave. And then the train happened to be running seven minutes late. So we literally were there like 15 minutes early. And I could have sat in the car and stressed the entire time and been sweating bullets and like felt my anxiety going. Or since it was out of my control, I could just sit back, say, you know, what will be will be and trust that it's going to work out. And it did. So you're probably wondering like, okay, well, great, Jill, good for you. But how do I do that? in my life? How do I trust all these things are going to work out 
when I have no assurances. So I want to talk about a few different things. The first thing is the main problem with trying to live according to our plan is that we think our plan is the best plan or the only plan, right? We think, okay, if I get married by this age and I buy a house by this age and I have a kid by this age, that's perfect. That's exactly how I want it to go. So a lot of the time, our vision is very like we have blinders on. We're not seeing any other options. When in reality, there might be a bunch of other options that are actually way better. Just like my example with the Tahoe house, I was looking at these houses. They were in the same price range, but not nearly as nice. And then all of a sudden, this super nice one pops up in the same price range for the exact weekend I wanted. That's kind of how it goes. Same with finding my husband. It was like, okay, yeah, this is this guy's great and fine and he'll make a great husband, whatever. But I didn't have like the feeling that this was the one, but it was safe rather than taking a risk, being by myself and ending up with the person that I'm supposed to be with. So many times we think this is the exact plan. And I compare it a lot to those games that like babies and toddlers play where they have the shapes and they have to put the correct shape in the correct hole. A lot of the time, us trying to live by our plan is us trying to stick a square peg into a round hole, just forcing it, forcing it, forcing it, and it doesn't fit. And we don't know that. We think this is exactly what I want. This is the best plan. This has to work. And we're just like trying to shove the stupid thing in there and it's not working. And all you're getting from the universe or whatever you want to call it, I'm not trying to be wooey, but all you're getting is resistance in your life. It kind of feels like you want this one thing so bad and you're pushing for it so hard and everything seems to be working against you. Have you ever had that happen in a certain scenario in your life? It's probably because you are so focused on this one thing that you don't see all these other opportunities, all these different paths. Yes, it's not the path you imagined, but maybe it's even better. It probably is even better. So how do I adopt this mentality? When I'm feeling that way, what do I do to actually be like, okay, I'm just going to trust this is going to work out because it's easy to say, hey, just trust it. Guys, just trust it. Sit back and trust. And you're like, okay, yeah, screw you, Jill. Like that's, that's not working for me. So here's a few things that I do. And these are all from your 20s toolkit, which is the digital guides that I've put together for you guys. It's everything I wish I knew in my 20s. Basically, how to love yourself, how to be confident in yourself, how to plan a life that you want and trust that it's going to work out and a bunch of other goodies in there. So if you're interested, check that out. But this is basically directly from there. So a few questions I want you to ask yourself the next time you are feeling like, something's out of your control or not going according to plan and you're freaking out over it. You're constantly stressing over it or whatever it may be. You're trying to jam the square peg into the round hole and it's not working. Here's a few things I want you to ask yourself. The first one is what can I control and what can I not control in this scenario? So let's say it's trying to find the person you want to marry and you're in your later 20s and you're single and you're freaking out because, you know, I'm supposed to be married by 28 or whatever it is. Um, I'm also not making fun of you if that's what you want. I wanted the same thing. I'm just telling you if it's not happening perfectly, this is how we're going to trust that it is going to work out exactly how it should. So what can I control in this scenario? Well, you can control how often you're on the dating apps or what your profile looks like, or you can control going on dates. 
What can I not control? I cannot control who I'm going to meet. I cannot control how well a date goes. I guess you can in essence, but you can't control how well it's going to go on their end. I can't control how somebody feels about me. These are things that are out of your control. So the first step is realizing that most of it is out of your control. You've done what you can and the rest you have to just trust is going to work out. Because what's a better option? Sitting there spiraling and stressing, we all know that feeling, feeling like I'm controlling it by stressing even though you're not, or just telling yourself, I trust this is going to work out. I've done all I can do and I'm going to sit back and just trust that this will work out. And I promise you, the more you do this, it feels like a weight has been lifted off your chest. And you just say like, okay, like I'm just gonna trust and see what happens. And then it's not constantly circling in your head. It's not stressing you out as much. You've done what you can do. So the first question, what can I control? What can I not control? The next thing I want you to ask yourself is, what is the worst case scenario? If this does not work out, what is the absolute worst case scenario? Because a big reason we like to have control is we like to know what's going to happen, obviously. So now you know, now you have that little piece of control of like, hey, you know what? This is the worst case scenario. And if that were to happen, I could handle it. The next thing to ask yourself is, have I done all I can do? And this sort of goes back into what's in my control, what is out of my control. Have you done everything you can on this specific topic? So going back to finding my birthday house in Tahoe, I know it's kind of a silly example, but it actually works well for this. Have I done everything I can do? Uh, yes, I've reached out to a bunch of companies. I've looked at a bunch of houses. I've researched. I've put all my feelers out there. I have done everything I can do. Okay, if you've done everything you can do, you can let go. There's nothing else you can do. So stop letting it control your thought. And then the last thing I want you to ask yourself is, what is the harm in letting go? Like what, what harm is going to come from simply deciding to trust? Do you let go of that little bit of control from like stressing out consistently? Is that the main harm? Like what actually will happen to you if you decide to trust that this will work out? You've done everything you can do. You have no control over what's going to happen no control over the timing of every single thing in your life. Ask yourself, what is the harm if I decide to let go and trust? And if there's a real harm that comes from it, I don't know that I could think of one when something's genuinely out of your control. I can't imagine any harm that would come. But this is a great question to ask yourself to kind of get like a parameter of like, wow, yeah, nothing really is going to change. I'm just going to be less stressed out and more open to opportunities. Sounds like a good deal to me. So once you do decide to do this, the first thing you need to realize is that it's not going to be perfect. Those thoughts don't just go away. You don't just say, okay, yeah, I trust it's going to work out. I trust I'm going to meet the person. I'm going to get the job, whatever. It doesn't just happen overnight and it's not perfect. We are creatures of habit. So that stress is going to come back up and come back up. But every time that thought arises, just tell yourself, oh yeah, I'm, I'm trusting it's going to work out. It's recognizing it and putting it in its place. We're not ignoring feelings or fears or anxiety. That's not the case. We are finding a place for it in our mind, recognizing that it's there, and then saying like, okay, I'm filing you away right here in the trust bucket. 
you're you're over here in in the trust file okay so i recognize that you're here and this is where you go so it takes up you know 30 seconds of your thought instead of 30 minutes or whatever it may be the first thing to remember is it's never going to be perfect it takes practice and once you do start doing this some cool things will actually start happening you'll start feeling more called to do things that maybe you wouldn't before and you'll start trusting yourself in different areas of your life. So maybe you are not very good at like tuning into your gut because you're like me, like to control things. So you let go of one thing in your life, one stressor and say like, okay, well in the marriage bucket, I'm just gonna trust this is going to work out. I've done all I can do. And you might start seeing in other areas of your life that you feel called to like try something different or to let go on this, or to do something that is a little bit out of your comfort zone. That's what started happening to me where I was like, whoa, I feel like I'm sort of becoming a different person. Like old Jill would never do that. Old Jill was way too controlling for that. Or old Jill was, you know, that was just too out of her comfort zone. So that's a really cool and interesting thing that happens is that you start to feel more called to do things that maybe you wouldn't before and you start to trust yourself more. Once you start trusting in things working out, you start building trust with yourself and that's truly the most important thing. The last thought I want to leave you guys with is that everything is rooted in love for yourself and trust in yourself. Once you love who you are, you're able to trust your decision making. You're able to have confidence in your next step, even if you can't see exactly where it's going. Another really cool thing when you truly love yourself is you feel deserving of things working out. Like I said earlier in the podcast, everything works out for me because I feel deserving of it. And I tell myself, yeah, everything works out for me and that's okay. It's not conceited. It's not like, oh, you're so egotistical. No, that's not it. I just truly love who I am. And I genuinely think that everything should work out for me and it is going to work out for me as best it possibly can, even if that's different than what I thought was best for me. You are worthy of living the exact life that you want to live. And by letting go and trusting that things that are out of your control are going to work out, you're simply telling the universe or whatever, telling yourself even, hey, I love you and I trust you and everything's going to work out for me exactly how it's supposed to. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and found it useful. If anything, I hope it made you feel less alone. If you are having trouble trusting the timing of your life, you are not the only one. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you guys to leave me a review and please feel free to DM me on Instagram with any questions or topics that you want me to cover. Have an amazing rest of your day and I will talk to you next week.